It's Ed Lauder on Outlaw Radio with Matt. Crazy Matt. The following Outlaw Radio audio presentation is parody. Please be a grown-up and accept the following program as it is intended. Some elements of Outlaw Radio may not be suitable for uh, anyone. There may be occasional content that offends you or that you find irrelevant. If that is the case, we are doing our job. Accordingly, listener discretion is advised. Outlaw Radio is not for everybody, but neither is Kim Chi. Doohickey, you know, the doohickey that rolls. Hi, this is Meatloaf. Okay, kids, you know what time it is? You know what time it is? It's Outlaw Radio time! Yeah. yeah, Cardi B, <laughs> Cardi B, left wing rapper, that's redundant isn't it, Cardi B misspelled bare arms, hey Burl I know you don't have your phones on but how would, listen you're a scholar, you, you're on the verge of being a being, scholar. Being a scholar, yes. And that's one of the reasons the right why... right to bearer arms. B-A-R-E-R, that's my last name. The right to bearer arms. But how would you spell it? B- B-E-A-R, like the animal. Cardi B spells it B-A-R-E. That means naked. <laughs> yes. The right to be naked. <laughs> Yeah, Cardi well, that's B. What I tell people my last name is Bearer, B-A-R-E-R, as in more naked. In a gun control rant, which he voiced conditional support for the right to bear, B-A-R-E-R. That's right. I'm all in Short sleeve shirts are yeah. mandatory yeah, in course. America. Listen, I do believe we have the right to bear arms. However, I do believe in order to get a gun, which, by the way, that's a completely different topic. <laughs> right? I mean, those are two different things. We should get metal checkups. Proper training at an older age limit to own one. If the proper age limit to drinking is 21 because these kids can't handle their liquor, how can they, Cardi B said. Of course, Do you, uh, realize you can serve the, the United States of America in the military at 18. You can so, die at 18, but you can't get a beer. Yeah, that, that, that never made any sense to me. How you doing, Lark? I'm doing. Pardon me? I said I'm doing. Yeah. So I'm doing. <laughs> Lori and I saw the new Adam Sandler movie. Oh, that was so stressful. Yeah. <laughs> would you would you say it's good? It was very good, but it was yeah. very stressful. Yeah, it is a stressful set of a gun. But I understand that these directors like to put out stressful movies. They that's that's one. what they do, man. They it's like MTV. It's like the old MTV. Boom, 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 boom. And it's man, it just yeah, it just drives you nuts. So there was like another movie they put out, like what called Game Room or something. Yeah. These two brothers. Same sort of thing. Right. But Adam Sandler, nicely done, man. He's a hell of an actor. He was great. I think anyone in show business who sort of has a showbiz acumen, and they're not a, a complete dumbass, I think they can act. <laughs> you know? I don't uh, think it's brain surgery. 
Not I, everyone can act. I saw Burl, legendary Burl Bear, radio personality from the Great Pacific Northwest, in a, a movie, and you look good. And, and I was, I was, buy, I bought into it. I was, was that, so that porn movie I did in the eighties. It wasn't porn. <laughs> I mean, not that I, I only saw a clip. Bear. What the Italian Did I have bear stallion? arms in the movie? Maybe it was the clothed part of the movie, but uh, I only no. did a couple movies. Yeah, well, but the one I saw, man, you look good. And uh, see, he's, but maybe because Burl's nuts. That's right. <laughs> that, that, that is a prerequisite to becoming a to oh hell yeah a great actor. You ever met a great actor? They're all nuts. nuts. They're all yeah. nuts. Talented, yes. Nuts, of course. Robert De Niro, perfect <laughs> example. Right. Great actor. Joaquin nuts. Rivers. Uh, Joaquin, Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's and, fine. And his cleft palate, palate, his cleft lip, whatever the hell that is. It's cleft a cleft palate. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, so even after watching the new Adam Sandler movie, I, I left thinking, man, what was that? Do I, do I like it? I'm not sure I liked what I saw, but, but I do recommend it. I mean, you sort of have to see it. It's like a two hour heart attack. You have to see it. It <laughs> yeah. is. You, you gotta it see is. it. I had one of those. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta see it. I see that Adam tell Sandler. tell everyone to see that though. I tell everyone, go yeah, see it. Nice Out is a lot of fun. Much lighter, much more entertaining. By the way. <clears throat> Mark C.G. Boyer just mentioned a movie that hasn't been in the theaters for about two months. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I saw yeah. What movie was that? Yeah. Saw Knives, out, Knives Out, which I would like to see. That's supposed to be very good. Yes. I saw it last week. Completely different animal. <laughs> sort of bare arms. <laughs> yeah. uh, Lori and I went to a... Uh, we did what we never do. We stopped drinking. <laughs> aside from that... <laughs> hey, by the way, by the way, Burl Bear, you're half... Half right? You're half right. Yeah, Last half night, right, I, I right. did not imbibe because I was not in the mood for alcohol. I think I did myself in the day before on a trip to San <laughs> Diego. Oh. By the way, I wasn't driving, but it would have been safer had I been intoxicated and, and driving, driving than if Mark C.G. Boyer, yeah. who was at the helm, and he was. Oh, I almost killed us. Yeah, and he did. And oh, that is really? not and that is not a joke no. in any way, shape, or form. He almost Killed us. I we were. That was what? God on after our I side. Spoke to you? I, well, I don't know. It could have been before. It could have been after. But we were almost dead. Was that when the dog was present? I'll tell you what it was. We, we were on a one-way uh, <clears throat> street. It's a uh, like a feeder to the freeway, or an, an off. Whatever it's the side street of the freeway. But it's next to the freeway, next to the the five in San Diego. And he decides to make a, a U-turn. He said, I'm going to pull a lorry, to oh, quote Lori, him. Lori really? Does the, the I'm going to pull a lorry. <laughs> and he makes, and, and I'm saying, what, what? you're going to pull a And he makes it. <laughs> and now, and now instead of, now dig this, uh -huh. instead of going the wrong way on, in the opposite direction toward the cars, he got, he makes it worse by Going up the on ramp, ramp to the freeway, Ooh. the wrong direction. No! Yeah. And by the way, by the way, there, there, you cannot see what's going on from the freeway down. It's completely blind. So if at that instance a car came in oh. the way they do, yeah, we'd, we'd be, be dead. dead. And so then Mark is trying to turn it to the left. 
over this high curb. I said, Mark, what are you doing? Is you shut your I said, no, don't do that because then we would have been stuck there up on the median <laughs> because oh. it was very, and he was going to take it anyway. I said, no, no. I, was I said, back up, back up. Oh, no, no, back no. Up. no. But they, they, he has to. He has to back up. I got hit by a car going backwards on an on-ramp. Right, right. So you know, it was probably Mark C.Z. Moore. <laughs> so, so now we're backing up. And by the way, there's there's no good way to go right. because we're backing up just enough so when the car on the freeway comes off the freeway, they won't hit us, but the cars to coming, the left of us coming, coming toward down. us. So we have to stay right in the middle. And I'm, I'm saying over and over, no cops, no cops, no cops, no cops, no cops, no cops. And we, we were there for a good three and a half, four minutes that yeah, felt like an hour, an hour <laughs> waiting for a car. It was a massive number of cars zooming by that would hit us if we turned left into that lane. Finally, last car, Mark sees an opening, boom, and we made it. And then he has the call to say, so do you want to? You want me to find a way to turn around and go back to that? Place? <laughs> oh, I said, no, no, no. Like we will continue on this one-way street, going the correct way, and let the chips fall where they may. And that man, I'm not making any of this up. Why? You're not. And I and see that's what one, happened was one, this- one of the great things about my daughter because this was a trip taking my daughter <clears throat> from Los Angeles to San Diego, which is see, practically like going back to New York. It's what? It's like practically driving back to New York. It's no, so it isn't. No, it isn't because I, I love New York. San Diego, I disdain. I have a disdain for the city of San Diego. I don't see any reason for it to exist. It's a lot like Philadelphia. There's no reason for Philly. There's no reason for San Diego. And if it weren't my daughter, I never would have agreed to this. But my daughter, so calm, so cool. You know, she doesn't freak out over things. She does, she does. There's no real drama, you know, that I see, but I, I only see her a few times a year. But in this instance, when her life is on the line, she almost lost her life in her mid twenties, and she's like, okay, I guess because she has, you know, there's a certain solace and confidence in me, you know, the fact that I'm straddle this, straddle this right here. Cars, also, co- cars coming from the right she, off the freeway, cars coming from the left on both sides of us. Yeah. She it probably wa- heard how panicked you were, and that's how she just went so calm. She wanted to keep you calm. There's I'm no talking sense about in- after the fact. I'm talking about after the event. Yeah. She could have said, what? No, still calm. Just, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, this sucks. It was handled. <laughs> that sucked, but we're alive. I said, you know how close to And she, she finished my sentence. Death we came, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh-huh. I've done some goofy crap in my life. But I don't know how. And by the way, when you were in the restroom for about 25 minutes, uh, and, and Alexander and I were waiting for you in that restaurant, I told Alexander, I said, I don't know. How he's still alive. I don't, and I mean that sincerely. I don't know. He is, he's the nuttiest driver. He's worse than anybody, all boozed up. I don't know how he exists. I'm glad he is alive, but man, I don't want to be in the car when he finally does himself in. I don't want to be there. Hey, I see. That's a bad thing, Lori? Oh, okay. Let me take that back. I want to be in the car so we can both die. He wants to go with you. Yeah, so we can die together. Burl, I want you to be in there as well. Oh, gee, thanks a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Billy Dilly, our HR guy. Join us, won't you? It's the trip of a lifetime. Yeah, we all want to die together. (laughs) I guess I'm not in the car. Yeah, you could be in the trunk. (laughs) 
Yeah, that was... Uh, yeah, that was <laughs> truly scary. I seem to recall, Matthew... Yes. ...the night that you got highly inebriated, and I think Lori took off without you, and you decided to walk from wherever the hell you were yeah. all the way back to Encino. Yeah, because I don't drive drunk. <laughs> I don't blame you. <laughs> all right. <laughs> and you almost wound up arrested, I think, that night. No, I, I, I was not. I stay quiet. I stay off the, the main road. You just cut through people's backyards. I walked through dark alleys, and it was an eight-mile walk, and that's right. what I do. And I'm a hell of a hiker. And my feet hurt to this day. Yes. <laughs> yeah. He has and amazing was, feet. And that was years ago. Yep. Huh, so there you go. That's uh, that's our At least life. You didn't hide behind the refrigerator. <laughs> In a nutshell, I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> so Lori and I, what I was getting to is Lori and I did what, uh, and then yeah, it was Burl Bear that took me off. <laughs> uh, we did what we uh, we rarely do. We <clears throat> we went to Beverly Hills on a Friday night. It's the beginning of restaurant week where you can find feasible deals for a three-course dinner all across uh, Southern California. And and I located this restaurant, and it took a lot of due diligence to find a restaurant that I thought that Lori Downey Jr. would would find three courses that she would eat oh, because no. she's so picky. Oh. You know, she's, she's the pickiest chick on the planet when it comes to food. So I thought I found... The first course that uh. she could choose, meatballs. Mm. The second, hamburger, mm. right? Something she'll eat, cheeseburger. Third, a chocolatey dessert or cheesecake. Yeah. I, I, I'm in. So yeah, the, but it was about that first course. So the course. first course comes in, it's meatballs. Ugh. See? Do you hear this? Yeah. Do you, know, do you see how she's so this? grateful? <laughs> yeah. No, it was oh, yeah. a horror. Not grateful at all. <laughs> it was and, a horror. It was a howler. It was it was meatballs on polenta Ugh. in a bowl. It was tasty. No. No. <laughs> it was chicken feed. And she describes so she rain. describes the polenta <laughs> as chicken feed left in the rain. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's it does have that no consistency. Good, no yeah. good deed goes <laughs> uneft when oh. it when it comes to trying to satisfy Lori's hunger pangs. I almost oh. took out my napkin to wipe the meatballs off from that chicken feed. Okay, left in the rain. So she ate one meatball. She said it was good. And the meatballs were good. Yeah. I ate the rest of that. I had a soup. It was a it was a lobster bisque or a lobster seafoody bisque. It was really good. But it was it needed some heat. So I sent it back. They came back, and I know what the chef said. Really, that's not hot enough. Yeah. So now it took about twelve minutes to cool down, but it was very <laughs> good. And the burger, Lori said, was one of the, if not the greatest burgers. It was my favorite. But of she all only time. eats half of the burger. Yeah. She's like a Boyd. Yeah, she does. She eats like she Which eats, is weird because well, birds eat a lot. She's like a nine-year-old boy. Is what she does. Yeah, I already ate two meatballs. That's a lot of meat for her. Yeah. So for her, two, and they're not giant meatballs, yeah. but the dessert, and that's what she was waiting Just for. Just buy her a can of Chef Boyardee and call it good. Yeah, yeah, yeah she, I like it. And she would like it. <laughs> yeah. She would like it because she eats like a little kid. But you know, by the way, you know, for those of you thinking about Lori as a date, and I know that she has a lot of list. <laughs> I know she has a lot of her fans that listen <laughs> because they love to take me to task. I can't believe that you let him talk to you that way. And by the way, for those of you friends of Lori that are not friends of mine and I don't know, screw you, wow. you big maggot pieces of crap. That's that includes nice. every single one of you small-minded dip asses trying to get into Lori's <laughs> pants wow. by, by putting me down and telling her how how what disdain you have for the way. I can't believe you, you allow him to talk to you that way. That's, not, that's the oldest trick in the book, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. In fact, there was a guy. Yeah, Burl? 
Because there's a guy on the internet, right? Says, how come you're always so rude to Donna? Well, Donna's a good friend of mine, right? Right. And should we have this deal that mm-hmm. whatever I say, even if it's the worst insult in the world, it's for fun. Right, right? she gets it. So, But he can't understand that. Yeah. He goes, says, now, when she comes in the room, promise me you won't say anything rude. Go, okay. Got it. Yeah. She comes in the room and says, hi. I said, I knew you were coming. I said, how did you know? I said, I could hear your thighs rubbing together as you walked down the hall. There you oh. go. <laughs> nice. He goes, oh, my God, how could you say that? Because Pete, because these are these are sensitive dip-asses. Yeah. You know, they're politically correct <laughs> dip-asses. Yeah. We, know, we all know them. See, that's, well, that's a good thing about Burl. And there's only one good thing because he's for all for, well for for all intents and purposes the man is a, a commie and he's a he's a major I'm lefty. not a commie but, I'm in favor of small business like blackmail and extortion <laughs> but but Pearl Bear the good news is he's not into this political correctness he's about as nasty and rude oh, hell yeah. <laughs> as anyone so that's his saving grace well, just because you're so rude to Lori I'm leaving <laughs> yeah. well nice chatting with you for a few minutes legendary Pearl Bear Raised on records, born to rock and roll. Hi, yeah, yeah. So, what, what was the name of the, the restaurant? The cow and crevice carcass infestation. What? Cattle and claws. Cattle claw. and cattle and claws. And Cattle and Claw is the name of the restaurant. Which so we couldn't I, even find. So I knew that we had to hit this restaurant just by the name alone. I thought it would discuss Lori and I'd get a laugh out of it. But she said, I didn't even, I didn't even notice the name. I didn't. Didn't notice the name well, of the restaurant. Well, we almost got uh, totaled before we got there with that one card. Like, There's a lot of that going on, man. Yeah. Oh, by the way, before I get to, and I think we already have, but we got a cool guest on the show. Um, her name is uh, Biddy, or is it Bitsy? Biddy. I want to say Bitsy, but it's Bit. This chick, you know, by the way, you know her face, you know her from a bunch of TV shows, you know her from the TV show Monk. Man, she was massive in the TV show Monk. She's in a bunch of movies, and she's a cool chick. And she'll be on Outlaw Radio today. And you, I believe, I have a feeling you'll like what she has to say. We met her at an Agents 355 get-together in Century City. And I'll be curious to discover how much she wants to talk about politics. Uh. Her being a thespian at all. And thespians in this town like to work. And if you come out on the right... You're by and large, you are boycotted in the industry. Yeah, but I want to go back to that. I, I was so impressed with that get together, yeah. and I was really glad that we were able to attend that. Because- by the way, I'll tell you what this is. Yeah, this this picks up where FOA left off. Which Friends was of Abe. Friends of Abe and the New York Times love to call this some secret underground uh, right wing club <clears throat> where folks in showbiz who felt maligned, could get together, you know, who happened to be on the right. And it was there was nothing underground about it. No. I mean, everybody knew about it. Well, Gary Sinise started this in a coffee shop, and then it grew. Yeah, and, then, and so Gary sort of, you know, got too busy with his other stuff. And this other, I probably shouldn't even be talking about this other uh. Agents okay. 355. Oh. See, I'm not, I got nothing to hide, but that's the name of this. Right. And it has something to do with some chick was an agent. That's all I know. I'm not even buying the story. But it is. It is true. Whatever. If you look it up. Whatever. I'm look wearing the up. hat. I'm wearing the red hat. You are. And it was it was a fun get together. And uh, the na- and I can't think of her name. And I should have written that down. But Lori, the producer, I'm certain, being the producer of Outlaw Radio, she knows her name. Sure. The speaker that mm. night, the British gal. Well, we'll save that. 
meaning you don't know her name. When I brought her name, and I only knew, I remembered her first name, when I mentioned her to my daughter, she said, you you met her? I said, yeah, we were there. She was the speaker? What's her first she name? She said, I love her. I can't even remember that now. Wow. She We're said, bad. I love her. So this this gal is notorious. Yeah. And by the way, brilliant on stage. Yes, she brilliant is. Brilliant comedically, brilliant factually, brilliant when it comes to content. She was a great performer, and we will have her on the show as soon as I can remember her name. Mm. <laughs> you can always ask Alexandra. Yes, yeah. Alexandra would remember. Thanks, Mark. But she's much younger than I because, well, she's my daughter. Mm. But that was a fun time. It little, was. Little, little overpriced on the drinks, but uh, aside from that. Mm. And then they ran out of hummus. Yeah. Don't ever, don't ever run out of hummus at a, at a Middle Eastern yeah. restaurant. <laughs> that, yeah. That's just a, that's bad form. Mm -hmm. That was fun. <sighs> that's it. I that's guess it? that I, yeah, I guess that's the show. No, I got I got reams of stuff, mm. um, including but not limited to Bette Midler proposing OSC hers, O S C H E R S, in response to all male director nominees. What Bet does that mean? OSC. Hers. Oh, ask hers. I get it now. Bette Midler has vented her frustration with the Academy Awards by proposing to create the alternative Osk Hers in order to redress the absence of female nominees in this year's directing category. The actress singer Big Mouth also dissed the show's producers, suggesting that past Oscars came up short in terms of entertainment value. Well, yeah. <laughs> How about duh? How about too long? Midler tweeted her disappointment in a tweet noting that the directing category is comprised entirely of men. Okay? That's where the old cookie crumbles. That's where the chips fall. No women received noms for Best Director Oscar, even though many exceptional films were directed by women. So it really is a gender thing. I right? Guess. It's, I guess. it's if you if you ain't a, a female to some. What? And by the way, isn't that discriminatory? I think so. Making it gender? What gender? As as far as I'm concerned, there ain't no gender. We are all we and they. And I believe Bet should should find a little wokeness in her heart. She has an agenda. No women received noms for Best Director, even though there were a bunch of exceptional films. Uh, maybe we should just own, get our own show called the Osc Hers. Ugh. I guarantee it'll be way better organized and way more entertaining. Midler failed to mention that this year's Oscar telecast will be produced by two women. Oh, yeah. yeah. She sort of missed that part. Lynette Howell Taylor, who produced last year's The Stars Born, and Stephanie Elaine, who serves in, as an executive producer on the Netflix series Dear White People, a show I keep seeing promoted on Netflix. Yeah. And thinking, why, I don't, why, why do I want to watch that? But I will, in their defense, there have been many shows that I've said the same thing about, and then two years later, went back to, finally watched it, and sort of fell in love with it. Oh. So it could be good. By the way, I ain't being politically correct by saying that. The show could suck, or the show could be good to whatever that demo is, and I will probably hate it. Mm. Dear white people, <laughs> I don't think that's my show. We'll be this after back on The Big Dog Outlaw.
take your smoking, drinking, interrupting obsession with you 24 hours a day on any phone or device. And it's all free. Just go to your friendly app store and search for Outlaw Radio. Then look for the red letters on the sign with the bullet holes in it and download it. It's free. Listen free on the road, in your car, at the beach, or in your backyard. It's all free from Outlaw Radio. This is Buddy Twist saying goodnight from Hollywood. Thank you.